serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Gatos, Chad, Becky Lynn in the News Center. Well, when we left you yesterday, they were uh, they were going through uh, Donald Trump's sock drawer. That's right. And everything else in his Merlago house. It's an estate. That's an estate. That's an estate. May I say something? We live in a house. That's an estate. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make a statement here. Okay, please okay. do. So we know the FBI raided it. Okay. So everyone on the right thinks he's innocent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Everybody on the left thinks he's guilty. I would say everybody on the right thinks he's innocent. I would think a lot of people, a lot of voters who turned against him think that, you know what, I don't know if I'd ever vote for that guy again. I can't stand the madness. But in fairness, he was persecuted from the day that he came down those stairs and it's been Russia, 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 Mm. failed attempt after failed attempt. But yeah, I don't think anybody's minds have changed yesterday. Yeah. And I don't know if you can change minds. I think that's kind of the what I see out there, right? I see that everybody on the right thinks he's innocent. Everybody on the left thinks he's guilty. And here, here's my personal. Uh, uh, it's it's like people have to root like this is a game. Yeah, like it's your favorite ball team. And so if I'm watching this game, I don't hate him enough to root against him here. Like I just don't. I don't hate him enough to to say, oh my gosh, I can't wait for him to go to jail. I just don't feel that way. And then on the other side, I don't like him enough to root for him and hope that he's innocent. First of all, what you said there about the hate and and all that stuff, let me tell you, that's energy I just don't care to have for any politician ever, ever, ever. Amen, brother. That that needs to people say, oh Chad, you know why are you this way? That let me tell you something. Where my energy goes is to my my family, yeah. to my friends, to my kids, to to my job, to, uh, to, to Gatos. Obviously, has to. Talks, <laughs> you guys have no idea the energy you have to have. But the, the reality <laughs> is, is uh, <laughs> that is energy that I just don't have. What a waste. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I. I, I Maybe he becomes a martyr even bigger than he is. Trust me. Right. Well, Barry tweeted at us today. Yeah, you guys know Barry Markson. He's a pretty smart guy. That's what I was told by one fellow. And I think uh, he told you that. No, no, uh, Pablo did. And uh, the the interesting thing is he said, well, you know, most people in a situation like this would say we're working with the FBI. He's not most people. He's looking at this like, cha-ching, I'm getting in the race, money's flowing in, I'm a martyr. Mm-hmm. He's not looking at or, it like, oh, my God. Or... Or, I'm screwed, and I'm going to jail. He doesn't think that way. He thought, I've got, I've got know, away man. with every single thing I've ever done. Yeah. And by the way, if you think, hey, has he done stuff? Are you kidding me? He was a real estate mogul in New York City. Oh, he's done things. Of course. Yeah. But I guess where I'm coming from isn't from one side or the other. It's... Well, first of all, the FBI better have a really, really good reason for doing what they did. Okay. Okay. I mean, can't we all agree on that? They better have something. I saw a bunch of left-leaning, uh, you know, you know, think tank guys they bring on and gals from who are are, are they've big, never been happier in their life. Well, no, you know what? They're the, the lawyers, and they're all saying the same thing as everybody else is celebrating on MSNBC and stuff terrible. like that. It's terrible. Going, Let me tell you something. If they overreached here, there's going to be hell to pay, and there should be. 
people should be going down for this. But you say, you know, on the one side of CNN, MSNBC, they're all loving oh, this. Some Dude, s- Fox News people were crying last yeah, night. Yeah, I, I saw that. It was pathetic. I, I mean, listen, I saw that I, on the replay because I can't watch Fox News. Or I can't else. watch I'm any too of busy that. watching Shark Tank. Yeah, I'll watch Shark Tank with you. There's no doubt. Becky Lynn, you in for Shark Tank? I'll, over? I'll be in for yeah. Shark Tank. I don't That's watch. <laughs> I don't watch the cable news because no. I honestly I think both sides are sickening. So I, I I just a couple things. Look, the FBI has to have something because you know we ha- we know that a judge had to approve the warrant. We know that a judge had to be convinced there was, and you would think there was compelling evidence yeah. of a serious crime. But if the FBI comes back with nothing, this is brutal. Yeah. But and here's it, the other thing. And the political side of it, if the FBI comes back with nothing. Hold on. I want to ask you the political side. The other thing is, what if he's guilty and they found something? Then he needs to go to jail. Nobody right. should be above reproach so or the law. Why can't we just wait instead of taking sides? Because why, we don't do that, man. Well, I don't understand why we just dig our heels in and look at a guy and say, all right, Boy, I hope he's so guilty. Or I, oh, he, he is the, he's the next coming of Jesus. You know, some people see Trump. It's disgusting. Uh, and you, oh, he can't be guilty. You know what? I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait and see what the FBI has. And because I'm not going to get outraged over it. I don't know. I'm not, I have no idea what they're doing. Nah. Was it the director of the FBI that did this appointed by Trump? Well, Christopher Ray. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, well, he the, was. You know, and, and, and I don't know. I, I again, it's a uh, uh, the whole thing about the the likes. That's why they get ten year periods, uh, the FBI directors and stuff, because uh-huh. the whole thought process is you you are going to at least serve under both parties. Should both parties, you know, should it go from you know Republican to Democrat, and vice versa, right? Because uh, they want, in theory, you're supposed to be completely. You know, it, it, there's a reason when you look at justice, old lady justice there, when they've got her, you know, you know, hands, eyes, ears, the whole, you're not supposed to see anything, say anything. It's like, it's supposed to be, I'm coming at this completely blind, no idea what's going on, and, and I'll take the facts and then give you my opinion. But, I, but you've got Republicans saying defund the FBI. Oh, my God. And you've got Democrats saying Trump is so guilty. And I'm thinking, you're all crazy. Guilty of what? That's I, just it. Nothing yet. Nothing. It's sealed. We don't know what's in it. All right, when are we going to find out what's in this? Because you can't really wait. A, are you going to wait? Are we going to? Are we going to wait weeks? Oh, I mean, no, doesn't this, he, is, this is probably going to be a while because we're here. You think now. it's going to be a while? I wouldn't be surprised if a few of his other properties aren't raided. Okay. Politically, you mentioned it in a second. What does this do for Trump? Don't we have to wait for the answer? No, I mean, for Trump, he's all over it. I bet he's raising a ton of money today. I've gotten some emails. Uh, you know, I bet he is. Uh, the martyrs come out. He's got all of his people, by the way. The MAGA people that he's, you know, really was behind him through this election are also all over this, talking about how they're going to fight it, which is going to help them. Uh, he doesn't look at it the same way people do. Here's, I just saw that the White House said, uh, we had no information about this. But I'm thinking that's a bunch of crap. Uh, they know everything. Yeah. You, yeah. you, and if you don't have any idea, that means that this happened outside of your purview, which is kind of scary. And if I'm Biden, I'm like, hey guys, uh, this better be something so shut because if they, if you guys find nothing, mm. uh, my kid, is in a lot of trouble. They're investigating him even with me here. Imagine what happens when the Republicans take over and they dig deep for days, months, and years. And 
Yeah. That's going to cost me. In fact, CNN over the weekend said his kids can potentially cost him a chance to run in the next election should he want to because of the trouble he might be in. Imagine what that's going to be like. We're going to go tit for tat now. That's what politics is. Yeah. Coming up later. We're working on this story that it, let's say that Trump did break the law, a certain law. If he if he broke a certain law, he would actually be barred from running for president. And when you look at the politics of it, is that why this happened? It's possible. Sure, it's possible. Or he's guilty. And he had 17 boxes. And his son, Eric, said, well, he likes, uh, you know, clippings of uh, the newspapers. <laughs> you it's know, all UFO stuff. I'm still going with it's all I UFO stuff. Right. He's going to bring it out, right? And they're going to open up his, his, his safe and he's going to find out it's like a Chia Pet. Yeah. And, but you know, that his kid gave him a weird drawing with, you know, Baron in his giant hand. He's six eight, yeah. <laughs> and growing. But for all, six nine now. For all of you that thinks he's innocent, and for all of you that think he's guilty, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I had to. You have no idea yet. You don't know. I had to remind people today. You know, if he's guilty of something, you don't get a day off of work. And if he's not guilty of something, you also don't get a day off. Work. There's no holiday <laughs> right. where you get to celebrate. You might take one, and but still. I don't know why we just can't wait. Yeah, because we can't, man. We live in a TikTok society. I can't wait to I don't talk live about more stuff. All right. Talk to Becky Lynn and everybody. I'm pretty excited about that. All right. Coming up next. Uh, will the 20000 pay bump for rookie cops in Phoenix result in veteran cops quitting? We're going to talk about that. Very interesting story. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, if you missed any of the exciting show yesterday and you're thinking to yourself, I want to hear Gatos sing more with Olivia Newton-John, so check good. out the podcast. I right? got it right here. Yeah, it says, yeah, well, play a little, baby. The kids want to hear it all. No, you don't want to hear uh, it. Yeah, none of you do. Uh, <laughs> but you do want to listen to the uh, the podcast. <laughs> Grab it on your iPhone, your Android, subscribe right there. The Gatos and Chad Show podcast, brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams, Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home go to carolhasthebuyers.com carolhasthebuyers.com last chance I, I got it right here me and Olivia Newton-John 2017 singing together oh uh, you know you want to hear it again Becky Lynn no not really okay yeah, see, even Becky's like that's a bit I think I think I think we're good yeah I, I only played it nine times yesterday during a four hour show so we have that all right, so we had uh, Kate Gallego on yesterday, Mayor of Phoenix, mm-hmm. and she's talking about, hey, listen, we got the cops a, a raise. If you're a rookie cop, you know, you're getting a $20,000 pay bump, right? Our coots will start at uh, over 68000 That's compared to 48000 where they were before this adjustment. And we are really excited about the response we've been getting. People are telling us they want to join the city of Phoenix, and we're getting more and more people signing up to be recruits. Okay, so that sounds good. You need cops. Money talks. Yeah. If you're a rookie, you know, you go from, it's not 48 anymore, it's 68. Uh, That's a pretty big deal. All right. What about the veteran police officers? So Broomhead today uh, had uh, the president of the Phoenix Law Enforcement Association. He was talking about our interview. That's where it was a little bit misleading yesterday with the mayor. Um, you know, folks like myself, the most senior officers in the department, um, you know, the way they, they did paying the class and comp study, they rolled in our current compensation of career enhancement points and longevity to add to our hourly rate. 
So while our hourly rate on paper went up, our total compensation did not. And in fact, guys like myself, um, that are the you know some of the most senior officers in the department, realized a hundred and fifty nine dollar a year increase yesterday. So we're stuck about seven cents an hour. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so what he's essentially saying is, you know, because you ever seen like when you go apply for a job and like uh, with benefits and everything, the total's like a hundred thousand dollars a year or something else like that, and they'll add the benefits. That's essentially what they did here is they threw a lot of that stuff all together when they were kind of doing it separately, and uh, so they're not getting a bump. And uh, they weren't unhappy about the fact that they're bringing more people in, but I think they thought, why aren't we getting a little something, something? Okay, what's more important, and it's not an easy question to answer, to get veteran police officers more money? Because certainly they deserve it. They're putting their life on the line. But if you're running out of cops, how do you get people to come and join you? That's, is the, isn't that where you uh, what, have to put the money? Would I have said, look, we're going to have a $20,000 pool for all of these uh, you know, new recruits that we need? And you would say, we need to hire 500. I don't know how many she said. We're down just a tremendous amount. Right. I would take that money and say, what can we do to entice people to come here? And instead of maybe 20000 give them ten, maybe a $5,000 signing bonus, and then take 5000 or 7500 whatever, and splash it you know, around to each veteran officer based on you know certain amount of time that they've been there maybe you do something like that uh but you you we need you need to replenish i mean that's that's just it daryl uh kriplian is the uh president of plea there's a lot of folks that are unhappy and rightfully so the the people that are most loyal to the city to the department uh and, and are out there doing their job day in and day out with lack of resources that we have um they felt slighted and i can't blame them for that can you blame them no Mm -mm. no no but, I mean, they, the understanding is, and again, this, I, I don't think anything has to do with the new recruits coming in more so than it does, or rookie cops, or cops been on the job for a year or two. This has more to do with why didn't Phoenix act to get us more money? And we have been here through the, you know, the hell, the thick, the thin, and, uh, because you know. they already got you. Yeah. So I think that's kind of, well, but remember what, uh, Gallego said. You know, they, they're getting recruited left, right, and center. You know, they talk about some of the reservations are, 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 are offering way more money to, to bring the police officers They're losing there. their police officers to other, to other cities, and yeah, so they had to act quickly. It's a tough one, because if I'm a veteran cop, and I know that, uh, you know, these kids just got a big, a big monster race, yeah, I'm probably upset. But also, you got re- to invest and, re- and reinvest yeah. in, in the youth of the police department. And if no one wants to be a cop and you're just dangling 48K out there, no one's doing it. But now it's 68K, you're dangling it out there, and now you're getting some hits. It worked. Yep, it did. It did. But you still have to remember having an all-rookie force comparatively with very little... uh, That's not good either. No, that's not good. Where's the balance? Like everything else, where's the right balance? Not going to make everybody happy, but having half the group maybe upset or a little... You know, uh, disgruntled isn't going to work well. All right, coming up next is the FBI have dirt on Donald Trump. Dirt! Why did they raid his Mar-a-Lago Mar-a-Lago. home? Uh, we're going to talk to a former FBI agent. We're going to pick his brain. The FBI do anything wrong? Did they overreach? Do what if have- there's nothing here? How's it make the FBI look right now? What if they know there's something there and that's when they went in and did it? There you go, exactly. We'll talk about it next. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. They were there for a number of hours from 10 a.m. on Monday all the way into the early evening hours. And and while we don't fully know because the FBI hasn't said what it it found or what it took, uh, the, the idea that they would do this was not a step the Justice Department would take lightly. All right. So, I mean, that's what everybody's talking about. The raid on Mar-a-Lago. Uh, the FBI searches uh, Trump's home. Uh, is this highly unusual? <laughs> I've never heard of any of it, uh, of this ever happening before. Um, the FBI did this yesterday. And joining us now is someone who is with the FBI for 21 years, 35 total in federal law enforcement. Our friend Brad Garrett joins us on KTAR. Brad, how are you today? Excellent. Thank you. All right. What do you make of this? When you heard it, you heard the FBI goes to a former president's house. They tear the thing apart. And you're thinking what? I'm thinking that they really have some big time incriminating evidence, because I will tell you the number of lawyers that have had to have approved this search warrant, starting with FBI lawyers, then uh, Department of Justice lawyers, and then the scrutiny of a federal judge. I mean, all of them are going to really, really focus on how much stuff do you guys really have? Because, like you said, highly unusual for, for obviously, for anybody to search a former president's house. So that's, I'm, I'm only suggesting, I don't know the evidence, of course. We, none of us really know. Other than it must be really tight and, and, and super corroborated to, for them to be able to convince all of these lawyers well, let me tell you, getting through the Department of Justice lawyers, I have had to do that in highly sensitive cases. Obviously, I've never searched the president's house, but some really sensitive and the hoops I had to jump through just in that case. I can only imagine what it would be like to search former President Trump's house. Uh, OK, Brad. So let's just say for the sake of argument outside of the, the 15 boxes, there is no incriminating evidence as far as crimes that he's committed. He took those. But that's we're, we're talking about you raided his home. What happens at that point? Because if the FBI swings and misses here, the American people, even some that aren't fans of Trump, are going to start to say, eh, this feels really political. So, first of all, let's go back to the basis of a search warrant. You have to convince all these lawyers and a judge that, and the word is likely in the law, that likely you will find evidence or information of criminal activity or criminality. Okay, so let's start with that. Again, none of us know the facts here. So when you work off of that, they would have had to convince these lawyers and a federal judge that based on the information they have, and this is going to be based on a number of things. Let's start with whatever the National Archives folks seized back in, I think, January or February of this year. You start with that, and then you start breaking down interviews of, I assume this happened, this is what I would have done. You start interviewing aides and people that were directly around the president during those last several months that he was in office. And you will corroborate or not certain things he said or he did, etc. All of that would have to be in this warrant to convince these folks to say yes to search his residence. So, so we'll see. Could it be a swing and a miss? The answer is, of course, yes, because you're at the mercy of what people may have. And this is not a reflection on the former president, but as anybody, they get rid of stuff. They get rid of evidence. They get rid of whatever it might be that's potentially incriminating or illegal. So 
So we don't know. Well, obviously, if that if they hit the ball or they did not yesterday. All right, we're talking about why did the uh, uh, FBI raid uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago home? Brad Garrett is our guest, 35 years total in federal law enforcement, 21 years in the FBI. The FBI's never raided a former president's home, right? I don't think so. I mean, I will tell you, when you just focus on uh, presidents taking documents, taking things they've written or their aides have written, my guess is that's fairly common, Yeah. no matter who's in office, okay? But this apparently, and again, I'm only going by what I read, and it, is that this reached such an egregious level of the amount of classified stuff that was taken. And they would, l- let me hit one other point. Okay. They would have had to have articulated what they have found so far in classified documents that came, that, that maybe were in those 15 boxes, Maybe other things they found. Maybe other people have directed them, like former aides of President Trump, uh, to different places to corroborate what may or may not have been taken. Talking to Brad Garrett, uh, former FBI agent over the ABC News. Uh, you're kind of our go-to when it comes to a lot of stuff like this. And and so what's the next step, right? We've heard, you know, uh, let what is the next step about, hey, what did we find out? What happened? Uh, is there going to be charge? I mean, how long does this usually play itself out? Could there be more raids on his properties? Well, maybe. I, I think that you're not going to find out anything quickly. Hmm. The The... The affidavit for the search warrant will be sealed. And the reason it will be sealed is that they're talking about classified documents potentially here. So I don't think that will see the light of day probably for quite some time. Your question about will there be action taken against anybody, the former president, people around him, that's really hard to say. I will throw this out, that they did open a criminal grand jury to focus on this case to get documents and so forth so there is a grand jury that's looking at the stuff that the fbi is finding so at some point will they make a decision to charge somebody or not maybe i just don't see it happening with a lot of speed because you know this is (laughs) this is a really difficult ball to hit and you know you, you better have the best team that you can put together and the best evidence you can have before you even go to the plate. Okay, so all that being said, we talk about this. Obviously, there's political ramifications. And, and earlier today, the White House said they had no no tip-off, no, no, no way that they knew about any of this stuff. I, I find that hard to believe that somebody inside of somewhere did know that this was going to take place. Uh, I, I would agree with that. I mean, it's, it could... could uh, A.G. Garland said something to the president at some point that, you know, we're getting close to that we may actually have to search Mar-a-Lago, you know, and and so did he know that that was maybe coming, perhaps? Did they just sort of wall him off and not tell him specifically when they were going to go do it? That's possible, I suppose. Um, You know, whether you like or don't like uh, A.G. Garland, I mean, he was a federal judge for a long time. He's highly respected. In, in certainly in D.C. as is, is being a reasonable, honest guy. And I don't think he can be swayed one way or the other okay. unless he sees the facts and he sees that there, you know, that there is, uh, you know, a certainly, uh, what word should I use, a high probability 
that there's some criminal behavior that went on here. Now, what that means exactly, obviously, we don't know yet. Brad Garrett, ABC News crime and terrorism analyst, 21 years uh, in the FBI. Brad, thanks for your insight. Appreciate it as always. Anytime. Take care. Chad, I just think like, you know, Brad says it's going to be a while till we even find out what what could be in those and he files. He seem pretty optimistic that there was going to be all these charges filed. So that kind of feels like a weird because if you're just going in there to take back super class from Brad. Yeah, I didn't get that. I got the other feeling like there's got to be something. That's well, the there, well I yeah, but there's got to be something as in we found something, but just filing charges down right. the road yeah. and, and you know, uh, how can that be political if you're going to hold this over somebody's head? We might file charges tomorrow. We may file six months from now. Doesn't so it hurt we the may, F- We might file the night of the election. Doesn't it hurt the FBI right now and allowing people to speculate that they've screwed over the president, former president? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're the FBI, wouldn't you want to come out and prove your case fast? Well, I, I would think you would I want would think to. You, do, would you know, uh, I would think you'd want to come out, and, and I don't think you want to hold on to this for three, four, five no. years. No, Court, no. Or maybe they do, and there's a reason that they're. Do- I don't know. All right, we're going to come back to it. Up next, there's a new scientific formula, and it promises to wake you up on the right side of the bed. Ah, uh, yeah. And- <sighs> Go to a commercial. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. School's back in session. If you know a remarkable Valley teacher deserving of $2,500, and text teacher to 411923. Nominate a teacher today. It's called Pay Tribute to a Teacher. That's teacher to 411923. It's Pay Tribute to a Teacher, presented by your Valley Toyota dealer. Told you. Told you. Hey, Becky Lynn, I was listening to your newscast. You are. Scottsdale is number one. One for what? Pet-friendly cities there, uh, in the country. Remember we talked about this yeah, a couple weeks I ago? I do. You were Murray. very upset about it, as I, was. I recall. Because well, you don't like pets. No, I like pets. No, I just, he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't need them sitting next to me at dinner in Scottsdale or at lunch in Scottsdale or in a baby carriage at the mall in Scottsdale. Well, all of those things factor into why Scottsdale is, oh. as the story said, the top dog. Ah, not, look what you did there. You're hilarious. Oh, that was terrible. I like it. Yeah, everywhere you go in Scottsdale, somebody's got a dog attached to them. It's amazing. They're more dogs than people. I see people with like three dogs. Those are you know? usually walkers. Was it yesterday that the the yeah. crime is on the rise for dogs? That they're, they're, yeah, we they, have the story. Dog nappings are up in the country. Let me ask you this. Huge. Who wants, what, what's up with the French bulldog? Because it looks like a poodle and it looks, or it looks like a chihuahua and then, and a regular bulldog had a baby and it's this weird alien French bulldog. A little bit, yeah. I, I don't, I don't get the French bulldog. Because they're just, because are they being they're stolen? So, yeah, oh yeah, oh, like crazy. The French bulldog? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what, remember when Lady Gaga's got that guy got mad? shot? Yeah, remember Lady that? Dog's okay, like, that "Thanks was, for saving my dog. I'm not going to help you." That was the French. They, they were French bulldogs. Okay, I'm looking at. I'm looking that's at the, it. Yeah, that's the dog. Is this what I'm looking at? Yeah, that's yeah. It. Okay. Why is it's that a, such a special dog? I very no expensive. It's expensive. You can resell. You, by the way, you, have you ever gone? Have you? Well, you probably haven't. But if you go and look at dogs nowadays, like in like those kind of dogs, yeah, they're like we have financing available. I'm like for dogs. Yes. Do you have any idea how much it costs to buy a purebred dog like that, Gatos? Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, right around there. Yeah. yeah. See, I know. You just guessed. You I just did. Guessed. I did. I guessed. Yeah. Again, I'm all for you know if you want to have a pet and all that kind of stuff. But man, I got to tell you, when you're bringing your when you're bringing your pet everywhere, when you're bringing your dog everywhere, 
I just think it's kind of ridiculous. Like, you can't leave your dog in in your Scottsdale apartment or, or house to go to lunch. You have to bring the dog with you. I mean, there are people that do Look. this in the middle of summer, and they, they sit outside because their dog. sometimes these places, they don't let the dog inside. So it's 1.15. It's, it's 1.15 in the afternoon and 115 degrees, and they're sitting outside sweating with their dog. It's not good for the dog um, or the people. More than likely, they're sitting on a misted patio. Oh, no, those misters are the worst. canopy, and it's cool for everybody, or they wouldn't be sitting out. Getting their puppuccinos. Yeah, getting the puppuccino. I don't know what that is. Well, when you drive through Starbucks. No, they don't. And you yeah. have a dog in the car, you can order a puppuccino. And what is that? Whipped Water? Cream. Whipped cream. It's just whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Is that good for a dog? I don't know. Because you can't get dog's chocolate, right? No. Well, no, and you're not supposed no. to. Okay. By the way, French Bulldog, if you want a fluffy Frenchie, that's 12K. What is a fluffy Frenchie? It is a fluffy is that a version bulldog? of them. Yeah, it's a, it's right, a French Bulldog. There's a difference, Gatos, and a Bulldog fluffy. and a French Bulldog. Yeah. They, they look different. One of them surrenders, and the other one looks like Winston Churchill. Like he should be smoking, shouting. <laughs> All right, so what, is this the fluffy Frenchie? Yeah, yeah that's the that's fluffy. A it, hideous... looks, it looks like the bat that started the coronavirus. It does look like the bat that started COVID. That cost twelve grand. <laughs> is that twelve grand? If you want a regular old Brendel, that's four Gs. You're, you're buying. Yeah, you get a four thousand oh, dollar dog. That goodness. one's that or one doesn't have power windows or power steering. To the Humane Society and probably get one for fifty, seventy five. That's 100. what I'm talking. How about a rescue dog? Yeah, I got always. that. His name is Doodle. 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 Right. He doesn't speak English. Mine's Eli. He's blind. And he can't see. Both are. Okay. See, Agnes, Agnes, and Eli. What both. was the What was the one thing about Scottsdale that made it dog friendly? It was four things. It's how much people spend on their pets. They spend more money on that than Botox in Scottsdale. Okay, what else you got? Pet health and wellness. You know there is pet insurance now. Oh, for Pete's sake! How many dog parks there are and dog friendly restaurants? Uh, Number those, one in the country. I'm not going to a dog friendly restaurant. You've lost my business. You're dead to me. Dead to him. Coming up, how catastrophic is Arizona's teacher shortage? We're going to tell you coming up next.